Cover City. Cover City Sports is back. It's been a, a long break here, but boys, we're back. Steve-O, Rooster, Lantern, how we living? You knew it! I'm just excited to be back, Dave. Excited to be back. Excited uh, for for the new season of uh, football that's upon us. Let's let's get into it. I mean, last year we dealt with uh, basically a guessing game week to week with COVID. Seems like we're going to have a strong uh, college and, and NFL season here. Uh, and so I guess before we kick things off, let's give just the listeners what to expect from the podcast uh, on this season. And so what we plan on doing is kind of picking up a little bit where we left off last year. Uh, we'll start each podcast with Saloon Talk, so two to three current topics of the week. Uh, give you our opinions on those and then jump into what we deem maybe the top five to ten games of the week. Uh, and Steve will give you the cover city line on those. And we'll finish you off with Steve O's 60 seconds and the bud heavy pick of the week. Uh, so, Steve, where are we starting off this uh, season two podcast uh, tonight? Dave, college football, baby. College football is back. You know of ESPN, College Game Day. My man Kirk Herbstreet has been fired up, been very vocal about being back, being back in person, at games, live. Even Coach Lee Corso is going to be live with the crew. I love it. Love it. He's in his you know upper 80s, still still doing it. But uh, college football, Dave, we got, we got uh, basically – how I see it is the top five teams, and then there's everybody else. So you don't even need a top 25. You just have your top five, and then everyone kind of falls in line after that. Basically, from six to 25, it, it, basically, it's up for grabs. So you got your Alabamas, your Oklahomas, your Clemsons, Ohio State, and Georgia. There's our top five. Not just Cover City's top five, but the AP top five, the coaches top five. Those are the top five teams that everyone's going to have their eye on. Those are the top five teams that are going to have the targets on their backs that are the teams to beat in college football this year. Craziest thing is only two of those five teams are bringing back their starting quarterback from last year with Oklahoma bringing back Spencer Rattler, who is right now the top Heisman uh, front runner for the Heisman Trophy and Georgia bringing back JT Daniels, who was a transfer from USC a year ago. He made four starts for the Bulldogs last year, averaged 37, over 37 points per game uh, as a starting quarterback. So those are your so two Steve, starting before quarterbacks. We, before we get into too much detail on each team here, are you looking at this top five as the rest of the crowd doesn't matter? Or that this is a top five that we might see a winner come from nowhere. It's so hard, you know. Is it, is it like is the top five so far out past the rest of the competition, or are they close to the competition, and uh, it's just the rest of the you know after six for to till whatever it just becomes a a mush of, of, of who's going to rise above, right? Who's going to sneak in there? Um... Dave, I think it's the five and then and then it's the rest. I think these are the five teams that are going to be left standing uh, at at least four out of these five teams left standing at the end of the year vying for that top four playoff spot. Um, Georgia and Clemson open up the season against each other. Labor Day weekend, that's going to be an uh, unbelievable game. 
Uh, Clemson's got. The let's news. start. Let's start there. You started talking about JT Daniels a bit. Let, let's get a little bit on Georgia. So Georgia so we'll start at five and work our way up. Yeah. So you know Georgia, like I said, bringing back JT Daniels, Kirby Smart. Um, you know he's got that 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 team really just primed, always in the top five for recruiting every year. Um, he's got arguably some of the best coordinators too on his back too. Todd Monken and Dan Lanning, of course. Yep. But they also got some some sick talent to, from last year with a big loss in uh, George Pickens from the spring game. That's huge because he was one of the top SEC receivers. And Rue, then, how long are they saying he's going to be out? ACL tear. I mean, oh, it would be he's lucky out to for see the him. Year. He's yeah. done. Then they got a guy, Kyrus Jackson, who's going to need to step up, who actually – was neck and neck with George Pickens last year with reception. So he could be kind of that similar receiver to them, but it's just weird with Georgia, how somehow they are, they always maintain relevance with this, uh, this, you know, they're a defensive team, Dan Lanning reading the way. And how I see it is it's always a promising defense and an underwhelming quarterback. And that's kind of how it's been. And Kirby smart. It's been a one sided rivalry with the Alabamas. Yep. You know, they're Owen three, uh, unfortunate losses in championship games. Starting off, they're the kind season, of an though, undefined offense. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so but they bring year, back eight starters, think, eight starters yeah, on offense with with, with, with Pickens JT, out at seven. Pickens out seven. Um, they had the top three defense in the country last year. Uh, the big thing for Georgia and what makes them stay relevant each and every year is they're in the SEC East. Mm -hmm. The SEC East does not have Bama, does not have A&M, does not have LSU, Auburn. Ole Miss this year is going to be tough with, with Lane Kiffin dropping 30 pounds, looking yeah. like he's shredded, ready to just chew him up and spit him out over there in the SEC West. But, uh, you know, that you – know, Florida's going to be down this year. They, they lost their all everything's on on offense, quarterback, right. tight end, Receiver. wide receivers. You know, you name it, they lost it. Um, I'm not sold on on the Gators. I don't even think Dan Mullen is sold on the Gators being a relevant team vying for for that SEC East. So that's what keeps um, Georgia, I think, always in the hunt uh, for these things. And I think it's huge that they're playing Clemson week one because, you know, we, we don't know a hundred percent what to expect from Clemson. Mm -hmm. Another team that lost some weapons from last year. Clemson given three and a half points, but also with a lot of returners. I don't want to jump to Clemson, but no, let's, let's jump to, to Clemson. Him. Keep it rolling. Him. Jump on right, it. Jump, bro. To Clemson. jump on that jump thing on like it. friggin' jump, jump on, on it. it. <laughs> now you said uh, only a couple of returners coming back through this top five, DJ Ugalele. Lele? DJ It's my Heisman pick. That's my That's Heisman, Heisman pick right pick. there. Great Clemson. pick with DJ as your Heisman. Narrow win versus BC last year and an unfortunate double OT heartbreaker to Notre Dame last year. Uh, but there was he had good numbers in those games. That's why it shows promise. It might be, you know, like you said, Dave, this is your Heisman. Easily could be the best quarterback out of these five teams. And a big token for them is Justin Ross back. No pun intended. He was ruled out because of a spinal injury. Wasn't planning on playing football again. I think that was even up for yeah, the question. Yeah. But six four receiver, top of the ACC, no doubt. That duo is going to be legit. 
you know, ukulele we mentioned came in two two games as a starter last year uh, when when Lawrence was out with COVID protocols. Seven hundred eighty-one passing yards, four touchdowns, no ints. You know, against uh, you know Notre Dame and and BC, a but BC team that was playing really well, really well. In, yeah, but that's at home. You almost got they were down twenty-four at half. They weren't were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think the ukulele kid, he was a true freshman coming yeah. in, in, you know, in, in those circumstances. And I'm pretty sure, you know, didn't have even the full week to prep for BC. Yeah. Um, so they it, got it, 10 returning starters on a top 25. He threw for 439 against Notre Dame. The yeah. most, over, most ever on him. And then fill in the shoes of Travis Etienne, who is unfortunately most likely out of the NFL no, season. He's out. They, they said they said uh, today, yeah, Travis Etienne, was it a foot injury? Foot yeah. injury. Yeah. And they said that because they put him on the IL before he was added to the 75-man roster, he's that he's the, done for yeah. the year. So, so they got, we got year. a guy by the name of, remember this name, Lynn J. Dixon, expected to carry that backfield load and fill the shoes. Lynn J. Lynn J. Dixon? Gonna make a lot of puns with that. Yep. Somebody say Dick. Season. Somebody say Dick. <laughs> Lynn J. The only problem with uh, I, I I didn't look this up, but the unfortunate thing with Clemson is a lightweight schedule for the most part. This is this is why this Georgia game is huge for them. Also, Lane three and a half points. I love it. I love it. It's, it's it. Is it at the um, Mercedes Benz? Georgia. Yep. It's Mercedes, at, at the yep, Georgia yep. Dome. Or whatever they call it now, Mercedes Benz. Oh no, it's in Charlotte, Rue. It's in the. I Q- thought it was in Georgia. No, it's in it's in Charlotte. It's in the Q- uh, Queen That'll City. Rooster mistakes will happen. No, it's all right. Yeah, it's in. Uh, it's but in the, Charlotte. The, now look at it this way, though, with Clemson if, moving past a Georgia game, win or loss, they might not see another challenge, depending on how these ACC teams play out until an ACC championship. And that's basically the whole year in a nutshell for for Clemson. You know, another team that it kind of falls in the Georgia category where the ACC is just a down conference right now. Um, Their toughest uh, two games after, I mean, really, they've got to go to NC State, which which people are saying might make some noise this year, but I'm not. I'm not Not buying it. No, I'm not buying it. Steve-O sells. (laughs) I'm selling um, because I drink coffee. I'm a closer. I sell. Um, You know, and then – they 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 play at home against Florida State, home against Louisville, home against Wake. You know, I mean, the, let's be honest; they're not going to get not going to yeah. Miami, you know, you got Derek King. Yeah, coming but we back. got like does that does that matter? Right? It's like uh, I know last year was a funky year, but we got um, Ohio State in on six wins. So I I don't I feel like strength of schedule doesn't doesn't mean that much when there's just not that many good teams to choose no, from no and i agree 100 percent with that dave and, and to your point there it 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 means that if they go and lose to to if clemson goes and lose to georgia week one it doesn't mean anything because they're still going to finish the season 11 and one right win the acc I mean, championship and waltz into the playoffs like they do each and every year Dabo Sweeney and company sliding his way right over in. Under for regular season wins or is it's eleven. Yeah. So yeah, that's what the line said yeah, at. It's eleven. Eleven yeah. right now. So, um, like like we mentioned before, you've got 
uh, you know, those two teams, great, great opening weekend matchup. Ohio State, uh, you know, leading the charge in the Big Ten there. Like Dave said, they, they had a shortened season last year, which we look to see uh, uh, you know, full full schedule for them this year, but but they uh, they lost Justin Fields at quarterback. Uh, just named uh, redshirt freshman uh, C.J. Stroud. That's, that's a good pick for them. I mean, they had the Quinn Hours coming in at a questionable time, like just right out of high school kind of situation. So I still never really. They had a three-way battle going for quarterback, right? It, it turned into four. Four because the kid from Texas. Elwin? Yeah. Yeah, Quinn Ewers, Elwin. Ewers, yeah. What is it? I want to say Ewers. Ewers? Yeah. Yeah, mullet. Kid with yeah, the sickest, freshest mullet. He reclassed and enrolled in school early. So I didn't know if he was just trying to get a jump on eligibility. Eligibility, the playbook. I, it didn't make much sense to me why I, he I thought did he it. did that for money. Oh, he did because uh, yeah. Texas that was wasn't for allowing the, the, the NIL. That's right. That's right. So he could go there. He could sit out the whole year, redshirt, Still, get paid, right. and then get do paid. his thing. Like Johnny Kemp said, I just Good got Good move paid. by Ryan Day. Getting a little veteran in there. Not a veteran, but someone who's seen a little bit of it. Um, I, I I don't take that statement back, but if I just a practically zero experience between this group of quarterbacks. They had to combine 19 snaps last season with zero passing attempts. And I know I just said veteran, not a veteran, but he's seen the program. Yeah, he's right. He's seen the system. He's a red shirt. He got to play behind fields. He, he witnessed the playoff. And a sick it, wide receiver. Receiving. Re sick receiving. Court. We talked about these guys last year because yeah. uh, the class they brought in was by far the number one. Uh, I think they took, they took like three receivers out of the top five best receivers in the nation. Uh, and they, they are did. just stacked. Yeah, yeah. You got uh, Crystal Olave. Uh, Olave's uh, coming back, which everybody thought he was going to the draft. And then he pulled and, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wild. Oh, something we don't a usually do. A lot of people do. said their dad should have. They done. combined for almost fifteen. Olave uh, and uh, Garrett Wilson Garrett combined Wilson. for almost fifteen hundred receiving yards, thirteen TDs on ninety-three receptions. PJ Flack, head coach Minnesota, hashtag row the boat, said. Ohio State might have the best wide receiver core he's ever seen. And then the, the, the tight end, they got your boy that you uh, – Ruckert. Yeah, Ruckert. Yeah. Wow, he didn't go either. That's no. great. Yeah, yeah Jeremy Ruckert. Incredible Ruckert's catches back. last fall. And then Master Teague. And I heard, I heard something that there's some kids coming in. Who was it? Evan Pryor or Steel Chambers or the Williams kid. There's three kids that are pushing him for – for reps, for for carries. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, mean they, I, I I was surprised. They've always had a couple backs. They've always they were, even last year, Teague showed promise late in the season. He was yeah. real good. Oh, he, he, he got put hurt. it on yeah. in the even he he got him through the Big Ten championship game against on Northwestern. His back. Yeah, <laughs> literally, on his back. literally. Was like, he was like, was like you wanted to draft him in fantasy now because <laughs> that's how good he was in that game. He was Marshawn lynching him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, you know, Ohio State. Again, Big Ten, what do you expect to see from there? They open the season at Minnesota Thursday night. That's going to be a good game. Um, you know, then they then they got Oregon week two with Pac-12. We don't really know what to expect. We didn't see a lot from the yeah. Pac-12 last year. I think they played four to six games themselves. I think uh, Oregon might open up with Stony Brook, too. Hashtag shout out New York. Is that hashtag, hashtag long, strong island. Um, yeah, so Big Big Ten, 
you're gonna you know they're gonna go up against Indiana, who who kind of turned it around um, last year. Michael Penix Jr. coming off of the the uh, the knee injury, so by uh, the time they play in October, end of October, yeah, middle to end of October, he'll be back. Uh, Penn State, they're they're saying, um, really is looking to rebound off of the horrible season that they had last year. What's their quarterback's name? That's I'm sound tip my tongue. Sean, Sean, it's coming to me. It's um, yes, Clifford, Clifford, Cl- Sean Clifford, Sean Clifford. Dog. So yeah. he's coming back for his third year. Uh, I think J- James Franklin's hoping that he can lead lead the way for them. But, you know, Big Ten, um, to me, it's basically been Ohio State and everybody else uh, for the last Let's go to this, this, this uh, Oklahoma team, though, because they're interesting. They got talent. It, it, could this be the year, you know, two-decade national championship drought? I mean, I'm not trying to call a guy out, but how ugly is Spencer Rattler? Yeah, real ugly, no doubt. I mean, ugly. Like, like you mama say you ugly. Like that boy, who oh, that boy ugly, man. But he it's, can sling it, no, man. It's the only reason it makes it hard to root for him. And I think the earrings doesn't he have like seventeen Every- earrings in one ear or something? See, I, I disagree. I think like confident, ugly quarterbacks go go a long way. I think that's great to lead a football team. You know, Patrick hey. Mahomes. I, I don't. I don't think he's pretty. That's pretty fair. ugly. He pretty ugly, Peyton, that Peyton, boy. Peyton Manning's ugly as sin. Peyton um, Manning has a bigger head than <laughs> than Bobbert. <laughs> <laughs> no, I but mean, he is I a think, potential Heisman candidate. Yeah, at the end of the day, Spencer Rattler is the the front runner for the Heisman right now. Today. Yeah, let me give you those odds. He's at eleven year. to two. And so, so wow. Rattler's uh, odds are eleven to two. Um, DJ. Is uh, seven to one. Bryce Young of Alabama is nine to one. JT Daniels of Georgia is twelve to one. Just crazy that you know a guy that I think took four snaps last year for Bama is you know nine to one in the Heisman rankings, and that just goes to show. But then you how about this? Touch on their <laughs> got CJ brand new Stroud, OC. fourteen to one. Is he really fourteen to one? CJ Stroud's fourteen generous. to one. Sam Howell sixteen to one, and King from Miami is twenty to one. You know, and I know they I wouldn't take either any of them. No, I, I mean, Howell lost his two top wideouts, his two top running backs, and three offensive linemen from last year. So North Carolina is ranked in the top ten, but do we even know that they're a top ten team? A uh, and M named their quarterback today. I can't even name the kid. I could. I'd have to look it up. In my main man Phil Steele book, but um, it's it's tough, man. This year. Um, I see, I see how Stroud is is fourteen to one just based on what's around him. Sure, it's Ohio State. He's got it's the Ohio weapons. State. He's got the best wide receiving core. Great Ryan running back Day's core. Ryan a great coach. Yeah, I mean, you, you definitely can see it. Uh, but yeah, Oklahoma is going to be tough. Oklahoma does not have a tough schedule at all. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna waltz their way to a Big Twelve. They do, they do like run up against uh, their old-time rival in the Nebraska Cornhuskers, who we'll get into later in the pod here. But um, basically, Nebraska, we don't know what to expect from them so much this year. You got Texas with uh, um, 
Steve Sarkeesian. Steve Sarkeesian coming in, taking over the helm there. That's another uh, thing we didn't touch on with Bama. Four offensive assistants gone and Bill O'Brien taking over at NOC. We haven't really even hit Bama yet. We haven't really touched on Bama. No. Let's uh, no. yeah, wrap up, wrap up what's going on. on. Take us down. Rolling on. We Bama. already know what. We know what to expect from Lincoln, Lincoln Riley and, and the Oklahoma offense. Rule, let's just roll tide, baby. Roll I was it over the So anxious about it. Well, let it fly. Moving on, Alabama. So, <laughs> like you off. said, Alabama new starting quarterback Bryce Young, uh, redshirt. Did he red? He redshirted, right? Redshirt freshman, technically, but does it really matter? He's probably going to stay in in school for three years and leave, or he's going to, like Nick Saban said, uh, you know. Be the incumbent starting quarterback, make a million dollars in endorsements for the next three years in college and uh, ride that wave. But, yeah, Alabama, new new coordinators. Uh, Bill O'Brien came in. He's their offensive strategist, or is he their OC? He's their OC, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Bill O'Brien, OC. Um, who else did you say? That's all. Well, then we, we were talking about Sarkeesian going to Texas. Questionable uh, coach of the year candidate. Might not take much with that from that former Texas team. Um, it's tough with them though. They got a new 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 starting quarterback themselves. You know, there's just there's a lot of turnover at quarterback um, in in the college ranks this year, and you know they're just not. I think that's what leaves everything up for debate. I mean, this is why we love college football, though. I think because because kids step in out of the literally out of the blue. Yeah, every have year monster weeks, game. and then all of a sudden, you know, he's a household name. Yeah, yep. So those are our top five, and then I think that's a pretty good transition, guys, to to move um, from the college ranks up into the NFL. Where big quarterback episode, big quarterback episode here. I love it. The 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 turnover is the rate is it's it's astronomical this year. Twelve out of thirty two teams have new starting quarterbacks this year. Um, and I love it. Uh, I, I love it. I think uh, right now. The kid is here for it. The kid's here for it. That signed up for it. Um, two, th- three out of the five first-round quarterbacks are going to be starting. Correct? Let's, Lawrence, let, well, let's, will, let's start here. Let's start with this. Let's start with, with the, the first-rounders and where, they, where they're at right now on their, on their respective teams. So, uh, how about we, we start with Mac Jones going from Alabama, roll the conversation into Mac Jones and the Patriots. So you got Mac, Mac Jones might start on just the pure fact that Cam Newton has, is going to take himself out of the, the picture right now. Cam Newton is, is the starting quarterback of the new England Patriots, but his growing I think, uh, pains? So, yeah, I wouldn't say call him growing pains. I don't almost it, he, he he's annoying maturity, the wrong guy. He's, you know, Bill, he's poking the bear with Bill Belichick and keeps, you know, last year he had a, a COVID issue where, you know, obviously he went out and did something to get himself, you know, to get COVID, um, and then this year he's been out for the last week. Mac Jones practice against the Giants today. I think what I said, he, t- he was like 28 to 29, mm. um, at 18 straight completions in a row, you know, two it, TDs. It, yeah, two TDs, Bill Belichick's talking like, you know, you know, he doesn't give the media too much. So the media kind of speculates, but basically saying that Mac Jones, you know, 
is getting quality reps right now that Cam Newton has put himself in a position where he's not available and Bill Belichick uh came out with the line the best of ability or the best ability is availability. Is availability. So we'll see. I don't know. I think this is this will throughout the year. I think Belichick every week will be making his opponent guess who's going to be starting Cam or Mac Jones just so they have to waste their time preparing for both. I'll tell you what though, Cam and I I ragged on him last year, and I know it's preseason football. We'll kind of get to another couple quarterbacks. But he definitely looked good in that second preseason very, game. Yeah, they had similar stats. But like you said, it's hard to judge with preseason when you got twos, threes, you sure. know, practice squad guys in there. But but they did add a lot of weapons. Um, they brought in uh, Kendrick Bourne. Uh, they brought in the two, uh, uh, Henry and with the other tight end from Tennessee there, Smith. Hunter was Henry. It? Oh, yeah. Hunter Henry and, yeah. and and they just got rid of Sony Michelle though for a couple second rounders. Yeah, you know what, Bill Belichick and I heard that Nikhil Harry might get released too. As he should. Another another first rounder from the Bill Belichick uh, coaching draft tree. Um, but yeah, so so there's there's Mac Jones. Um, well, let's see. So you got two two QBs here. The other one that pushing to start, and you got Trey Lance uh, with the Niners who's pushing to start, and I think his. He's pushing a lot harder than, than Mac Jones. They're giving him a ton of a ton of reps. Uh, he's kind of been on both ends of the know. spectrum. I just feel, uh, Jimmy G and Trey Lance was less of an argument than Cam and Mac was. Is you you think? That I, I think it was always it's always kind of been and even as they're probably gonna announce the starter tomorrow. Jimmy G. That's if they haven't already. I agree. I agree. It's going to be Jimmy G. But, but but I think what you're saying is they traded up for this Trey Lance kid. You know, went up to third to get him. The likelihood of him starting sooner than Mac Jones is probably better in San Francisco than Mac Jones starting in New England. No, other way around. Okay, I so think, you think Mac? Yeah, can I think jump Mac will be the starter before Trey before, Lance will be. Okay. In, yeah. All right. So I, I disagree. Know, I disagree there. Yeah, I, I would well, have I, to. S- go ahead, dude. I, I think I think the 49ers are are hell bent. Trey Lance is their future. I think it's completely obvious, and it's just how to transition Garoppolo out. I also think what Trey Lance has is nice. Where he landed in the 49ers is like he won't get crucified the first few weeks. They know it's a it's a little bit of a project and a little bit of an adjustment. I think he had the fewest passes pass attempts in college out of like any first round quarterback drafted in like X amount of years. Yeah, I think um, like uh, Mitch Mitch Trubisky was like second on that list because he 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 was in similar you know stats uh, with himself coming out of college. But yeah, I Dave, I agree with you. I think they're they're kind of trying to you know play it slow, play it here so that Jimmy G's value doesn't go totally in the crapper. Um, where you know if they do want to get rid of him or trade him, uh, they, they have that option. But again, if if they start him during the season and he doesn't do well, then then you know basically his value is going to diminish. I think Trey anyway. Lance can get pulled out and Jimmy can go Jimmy, back. Jimmy can go back in, and it's, yeah. it's not a big deal. It's not like oh, kind of you know, like oh Tua last year with Fitzmagic. Correct. Right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but but Jimmy was more of a franchise guy for the Niners more than Fitz was last year. Sure. Sure. So I mean, he, kind of like, he was he was a couple plays away from winning the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah. You know, other you know. And last year was a down year for them. 
There's a- injury. No doubt. I mean, injuries out the yeah. wazoo. Tons I mean, tons I know guys injuries. are opting out for the Pats, but let's let's move on to uh, to Justin Fields because I think he's if if they don't play if if Chicago doesn't play this right, he will have the most pressure on him out of these five quarterbacks. I think there's it's certain that we'll Matt Nagy him. and Ryan Pace are going to screw this up for this kid somehow, some way. Um, they're, they're, they they've they've screwed it up since jump. Um, with, so with Andy I, like Dalton. He, he's one I, I don't think he should start till week six, eight until Dalton is just a disaster. I don't think Fields should should be in. I think Dave, Fields they're you already have to protect booing. his long term. They're know. already <laughs> booing Dalton in Chicago. The fans want Fields, but I agree with you. Let let I'd say week four. Let Andy Dalton go out there the first four weeks, get 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 what you can out of him, and then just turn turn over the keys to to fields and let him let him drive man i the, the kid's athletic the kid you know he has uh he, he he's I got it with his legs upside. his arm yeah i i man i said it i said it last year i was i was i i said i'd build a team around justin fields uh, you know i was screaming from the rooftops last year so i love the kid i i definitely think that um he has a huge huge upside I don't, you know, I don't know with 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 these other two quarterbacks that we're going to name in Lawrence and and Wilson, you know, where they're going to lie just because of the pure fact that their franchises suck, mm-hmm. uh, with the Jags and the Jets. Like, Lawrence can go out and he can have a rough five weeks, but everyone knows he's the guy for the next X amount of years. You know what I mean? Sure. He, he he's not where where Fields. I feel like you can. I'm not really kind of uh, projecting this correctly. But I think there'd be more pressure on Fields to perform than Lawrence. Yeah, but like, if if Dalton shits the bed so badly, then it's kind of like his uh, Fields' expectations are so low. I mean, the littlest thing is gonna just elevate him. Sure, which is good, and I think that's what they're going to do with, yeah. with the Bears. And right, that like that's like the Eli that's the situation to... you want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want the, the it's like so, how so, like how we said Trey Lance can come out and Jimmy can go back in, and that that's all okay. I don't think that's the case with Dalton and Fields. Yeah, I agree. Will will not happen if they give the keys to Fields. He, he's he's driving that car the rest of the year, and and that's basically going to drive the fate of of Matt Nagy and and Ryan Pace, the GM. So. Uh, like we were mentioning about uh, Lawrence Jacksonville, he's kind of like in that Peyton Manning kind of, uh, I, I would say, yeah, tier where, where he's the number one pick. He's the guy. Peyton Manning threw 28 interceptions his rookie year. If Lawrence comes in on an awful Jacksonville team with a brand-new head coach and Urban Meyer and and lays an egg this year and has his his growing pains, if if you want to say, it's going to be more acceptable, and I don't think it'll be as um, daunting on him, his psyche, because it, like like Peyton did, he, he no, that's he a good the, point. That, that's a good point. Where where put it this way: if Will if uh, Wilson has the same year, people are gonna there's gonna be question marks flying all over the place, and it's also on his psyche: can he come back from it? Where Lawrence, I think the fans in and per, you know, player personnel, coaches have that confidence in him, regardless of how we actually how this year goes for him. 
Sure. And I, I you know, and I'm ex- that's why I'm excited for the regular season to start, because I keep saying preseason's, you know, basically meaningless. But, you know, you can get some meaningful reps and, and really show show people what you could have in store for us to see during the regular season. And the Wilson kid has totally impressed me. I mean, in his minimal time playing, the kid looks sharp. The kid looks poised. The kid, you know, but it's the Jets. It's the same old goddamn Jets as the kid said in Big Daddy. You know, I, I don't I don't know. So a lot of pressure in the Big Apple, a lot of lot of a lot of pressure on, on Zach Wilson. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how he does. I'm I'm excited. So, Steve, we we went through five. Quickly go through the remaining uh, seven QBs here. All right. So Denver just named today. Teddy Bridgewater is going to be their starting quarterback. He beat out Drew Locke, uh, who was he started the majority of the games for Denver last year. Then you have Houston, the Texans. They are going to be the biggest dumpster fire that we may have seen. Uh, in, in some time here uh, in the NFL, and we've seen some pretty bad teams with the Bengals and, and the Lions o- over the years. Uh, but Houston does not have Deshaun Watson, and I don't think anybody else cares who possibly could be the starting quarterback from them. But it's did, not going to be not Watson. to go off top. Did you you know they do the NFL top 100 and they'll do a video for each one? Usually it's like a hype up video for them. Right. I don't. I, if we could plug this in somehow, but Watson's is pathetic. Nobody knows when Deshaun Watson will take the field again. His future is uncertain. (laughs) Uh, Colts bringing in Carson Wentz, foot surgery, reports coming out today that he's at practice, getting the majority of first-team reps, uh, really pushing to... uh, be ready to go week one. Uh, they said that was a five to twelve week injury for for Wentz. Um, they've got some some youngins behind him and Jacob Eason and uh, Sam Ellinger that mm-hmm. could possibly uh, be the starter if Wentz isn't ready to go. Uh, Washington Fitzmagic coming in, coming in. Uh, I think eighth team, eighth team in his ninth, ninth team, reliable, se- yeah. seventeenth season. I uh, found out today he's got seven kids. Didn't yeah. know he had seven yeah. kids. That's like um, uh, Phil, 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 Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers. Rivers. Yeah, yeah, he's got nine of them. Um, so, so you got the, the football team with Fitzmagic uh, under center there. They're a playoff team last year. So let's see how, you know, how he fares there. Eagles, Jalen Hurts taking over for Carson Wentz. Um, definitely think the guy's got the tools. I just hope that this idiot coach that they just brought in um, you know, can help mold him into something. But there's always reports of Eagles trying to go after Watson or whomever they, they may or may not be trying to get. Rams, Matt Stafford, huge pickup. Traded Jared Goff uh, for Matt Stafford and some draft picks. So there's two quarterbacks. Uh, Goff going to the uh, Lions, two former uh, first round or first overall draft picks in Jared Goff and Matt Stafford. Uh, switching switching teams this year so I think it'll be pretty exciting I think Rue just mentioned it Rams traded uh, for Sony Michelle uh, from the Patriots today to, to to make up for the loss of Cam Akers uh, who, who's out for the season with a knee injury 
Um, and then we got, you know, famous Jameis down there in, in New Orleans. Hasn't been named uh, the starter yet, but I, I don't know. Taysom Hill. Pretty obvious. Yeah. At this point. I think it's pretty obvious. Lacey um, surgery. I mean, dude, I, like I love I love Jameis. There's nothing better than a Jameis video popping up on my Instagram timeline. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. He like, and it's almost like he's oblivious. Like he's not trying to do it. Yeah. Like whatever yeah. he's doing, <laughs> it's that's not. him. Absolutely, that's him. <laughs> that is him humping the air. It's like Jameis. You know what? Uh, what happened in college, right, bro? You might want to stop with that there, whole there, humping thing. There is this one. <laughs> Reporter asked him a question, fairly basic. It was like the scene out of old school when um, Will Ferrell just uh, in the debate club blacks out. So, what, what, what happened? What, what I just, what I say? I blacked out. It was like, who is this guy talking? And Jameis like describing a defense. No, again, he's like just, an idiot. He doesn't savant, know. Though. He's very he's funny. He just he doesn't know. And he's not that trying he's that to be funny. funny. It's not supposed to be funny. Right, it's just for right. some reason it's fun to watch Comes him. Across comes across that way no he's a, he, he's very intelligent uh when it comes to knowing the offense reading defenses studying film um his major problem is he always put up just numbers in tampa he just had a terrible five thousand yards ratio. yeah right five thousand yards over 30 touchdown passes but he had over 30 interceptions and one less lasik surgery at the time aha didn't have the yes. lasik rue i like they keep going I, back that and then the last qb change is uh the panthers sam darnold see what he can do you know i I'm kind of rooting for the kid, Matt Rule, head coach down there, Joe Brady running the offense. See what Sam Darnold can do. He he really, did, I think, got a pretty bum rap uh, up there in New York, but he didn't really do himself any favors by, you know, the way he played. But, I mean, is it really his fault? Someone who probably needs LASIK surgery. I'm almost like a sponsor for LASIK. Listen, right I, I, I had LASIK. It, it's a life-changing uh, procedure. That is for damn sure. But let's get into this week. LASIK, we got like some football it. this week. A few top it's games. We got back. four games starting starting with Nebraska minus seven at Illinois. 1 p.m. on Fox on, on this Saturday. Saturday, baby. Saturdays are for football. That's what I'm talking about. Dave, you know uh, – this game here in particular, I think, is one that you got to tune into. One, it's the first college football to, game this first season, right? So, I mean, if you're not excited Nebraska's to watch this game. To, Nebraska's kind of fun to watch, too. I'd I, 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 I like to see what they got. I don't know. I, you know, Adrian <laughs> Martinez coming back year four. Scott Frost under fire. NCAA investigations of down there in Lincoln. Scott Frost came out in his press conference on Monday and basically told the media that he truly believes that there's going to be some positive news coming forward here in the upcoming days. So we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens uh, with, with Frost and, and, and the Nebraska love the drama and, and like people were saying, like, where are, are these allegations basically brought on by Nebraska themselves so they can get out from under Scott Frost's contract. It's like, who the flying flip else are you going to get to come down to Lincoln fucking Nebraska? Excuse my French kid show. I got it. But where where are you going to find somebody of a Scott Frost caliber coach 
to come and coach in Lincoln, Nebraska. You're not going to do it. These teams, you know, you're not going to take a Jimbo Fisher out of Florida State to get him to go to Texas A&M. You know, you're not going to even get like a Matt Campbell out of Iowa State to come to to Nebraska you? because Iowa State's better than Nebraska yeah. right now. Um, I think their best, their best. They almost landed me. Uh, Nebraska University was my first job offer. Yeah. Show me well, the what? money. <laughs> and you you didn't go why? Because uh, I didn't want to be in the. Who the, the fuck wants to live Lincoln. in Lincoln, Nebraska? <laughs> I refuse sorry, to Tully. work for Scott Frost. Tully, I'm sorry. Tully, I'm sorry. I know. I'll go Big Red. But, you know, Nebraska was spoiled for a while there. We had, you know, Tom Osborne, 1973 to 1998. The guy never won less than nine games. Never won less than nine games. Won three national championships. Uh, Frost was actually the quarterback on the last Nebraska national champion in 1997. So, you know, I think they should kind of stay the course with with Scott Frost in in Lincoln. And and this game here, um, this is a game I'm going to get into on my butt heavy pick of the week. So I don't want to let the whole cat out of the bag, but uh, Illinois got first year head coach, Brett Bielema mm-hmm. returning to the big 10 uh, after starters, senior quarterback, Brandon Peters, Peters, Nebraska is also five and 11 against the spread when favored 13 and 19 and one overall with Scott Frost as head coach, of course. Yeah, they're bringing they also back got their seven. Ass kicked by Illinois last year. They did. That was yeah. it. That was it. That was. I'm going to get into that. Yeah. I'm going okay. to get so into I, that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into. No, it's okay. Bag. I didn't mean to touch your cat. No, it's all right. But, you yeah, know, Nebraska's right. bringing back seven starters. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nebraska's uh, bringing back seven. All right, well, let's seven. push it. Let's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah, I was just yeah, saying, no, Nebraska seven starters on offense, ten starters on defense. You know, these guys are set in Scott Frost's program here right now. Um, they know what to expect. He knows what to expect. They had a full off season, even with the NCAA violations. They're saying maybe had a little bit longer than a full off season. So you know, maybe he got a little leg up here. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm I'm pretty much thinking that that Illinois is the worst team in the Big Ten. So I'll I'll get back to my predictions in the uh, Bud Heavy. All right. Well, let's move on. Hawaii at UCLA. Um, UCLA is minus 17 at 3.30 on ESPN. Yeah, no, that's basically like the second, uh, I, I would I you know, you want to call it a marquee game. The, you know, this is kind of like the appetizer, right? The, these these four games on Saturday is like just to get you ready, like just to, you know, prime the, prime the fuel pump, is if you want to say. Get, you know, get the beers flowing, get the Tito's, you know, swimming like the salmon and capistrano. You know what I'm saying? To get the liver ready for a full season. You don't want to dive right in, you know, and, and really just go all out on week one. You want to ease your way into it. And I like that. They're they're prepping everybody. So this game, Hawaii at UCLA. Hawaii's giving or getting 18 points now, Rue. Uh, but yeah, I got I had, you got yeah, it at 18. 18. I, I saw it at 17 yesterday. Um, UCLA is three and oh, all time against Hawaii, um, but uh, only played it's no one secret. UCLA probably gonna win the game and probably you know that they're three and oh. Let me give you this though Chip Kelly is 0 and six straight up and one and five against the spread versus non conference opponents. Yeah, so I had the stat uh four sixteen and one against the spread in their last twenty one non conference. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. That's UCLA. This is just Chip Kelly in the last uh, three years. Oh, that's years. just okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, 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 UCLA. But, you know, UCLA is bringing back dual threat quarterback Doran Thompson Robinson Jr. Uh, you know, he, he was he was very highly touted um, coming out of high school, started as a, as a true freshman uh, there in, uh, at UCLA for the Bruins. Uh, they, they bring back uh, 10 starters on – both offense and defense, um, so so that that you know that's a huge uplift for them. But Hawaii's got uh, Todd Graham, uh, old former Arizona State coach, uh, very well offensive minded coach, uh, entering his second season. They were five and four last year uh, in Hawaii, and he returns uh, eighteen starters on both offense and defense. So. I, I um I don't know. I think that 18 points is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. You know, and I know the boys got to make the trip, the road trip. But, it, you know, they're going from Hawaii to California. They're not going to Hawaii to, you know, Boston College. So, um, I don't know. I, I think that I truly think that the, the points, there's too many points. Too many points. I'm going to go with the uh, the rainbows, the, uh, the Hawaiian flying Hawaiians. And, uh, you know, I don't know much about them, and I guess we'll, we'll see at 3.30 on, uh, on Saturday. 3.30 Eastern. Yeah, 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 right, right. right yeah, so right, it'll right, be 12.30 right, right, out yeah, there. Yeah, sorry about that. So it'll be so. early kick. Early kick out, West. Yeah. So, Steve, we'll keep this rolling. Kind of a new part of the podcast, but six, six, 60 seconds with Steve-O starting now. Break it down for us. Guys, I'm going to give you something that I'm fired up about each and every week. And this week, it's football. It's back. You knew it. Frank the Tank style. Guys, I want you guys to be tuning in for our weekly DraftKings contest that we're going to have each and every Sunday uh, for the NFL games. Got to tune in for that. Check us out on Twitter, on Instagram, at Cover City Sports. We're going to be dropping picks each week for college football and the NFL. All posts will go out by 11 a.m. Make sure you guys are checking us out for that each and every week. And that's got me fired up this week for 60 seconds. Still got 15 seconds. 15 seconds to go and... Go fuck your That's dog. a teaser. That's just a teaser for next yeah. week's right. 60 seconds with Steve-O. It's more like 48 seconds. But... Oh, shit. That's what she said. <laughs> there it is. Michael There's 60 Scott. seconds. Michael Scott reference. Steve-O, um, go ahead. You, you, you teased it once with, uh, with, Indi- with Nebraska. Uh, what's the butt-heavy pick of the week? We need Lantern to light a butt-heavy. We need like a Budweiser intro like the king of beers with some big old uh what are them horses there them friggin the big Clydesdales huh bring them in lantern hey this bug's for you Light it up. Let's get the clickety-clack going for the Bud Heavy pick of the week. I'm going to be smashing some Bud Heavy cans together on Saturday for the Corn Huskers of Nebraska. Go Big Red. I know I'm na- I'm, I was kind of jumping on Lincoln as a place to live, but this is definitely a, a team to bet your money on on Saturday. 
Huge revenge game. Huge revenge game for Scott Frost and company and the black shirts of Nebraska getting given seven going up to Illinois to take on the fighting Illini. Illinois embarrassed Nebraska last year at Nebraska. One for the first time in Nebraska since 1924. Well, let me tell you something. Like like um, Fire Marshal Bell said, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The Cornhuskers are going to be ready to play Saturday, 1 o'clock. I'm going to be rocking my Nebraska t-shirt, posting pics, checking chicks, and clicking something so let's go go big red baby that's my butt heavy pick of the week lock it in you knew it uh that's gonna do it for us for us folks follow us on instagram at cover city sports on twitter at cover city sports football is back we'll be back weekly with podcasts and as steve-o mentioned um he'll have his picks cover city's picks on on instagram and twitter uh, Steve, get us out of here, Lantern. Fire up the music. Yeah, Cover City. Yo, Lantern, light this baby up.